Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio. You know, every first Thursday, we get excited because we get to go back to one of our favorite places, and that is Tulare County in California, Sequoia Country. So every first Thursday, tune in for our Travel Tulare County show with the Sequoia Tourism Council. So we always have guests from the council. And uh, Tulare County is located in Central California. It's home to Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Parks, Giant Sequoia National Monument, Sequoia National Forest, and all kinds of awesome communities that you're going to want to visit when you go to the parks. So the website to go to to plan your trip is discoverthesequoias.com. And today we're actually going to Tulare itself. Uh, Tulare is uh, known for its agriculture. It's known for dairy and for shopping, for good food all kinds of events. And if we're going to talk about Tulare, that means we have Donette Silver Carter back on the show. She's been on our show for a gazillion years because we're all getting younger, right, Donette? Absolutely. <laughs> we're getting younger. Uh, Donette is the CEO of Tulare Chamber of Commerce and also on the board of the Sequoia Tourism Council. So uh, to look up everything about Tulare, go to tularechamber.org. So welcome back. How are you? I am doing great, Lisa. It's great to be back to have an opportunity to chat about our community. And we just had our annual awards and installation banquet, which is a big celebration of business and community. So lots of fun. And now we are gearing up for the projects before us. Yeah, you've got a lot going on. And I want to, you know, since you're the first person coming on a show after, you know, this big rainfall that California has had, especially Central California, um, a lot of people are going to wonder, do can we still go back up there? So let's touch on that because uh, the, for those watching this on YouTube or Facebook, there's a beautiful green park uh, behind me, which is a park Nancy and I went to with Donette a couple of years ago. Was it two years ago? Oh my gosh. Um, in Tulare. So quickly. Yeah, that green is going to happen because you guys got a ton of water, but there was some flooding. So how, mm -hmm. how are things now? Things are good here in our area. You know, we weren't mm -hmm one of the hardest hit California communities, although we have some fabulous snow up in the mountains. And so that is just a beautiful view every day. And there are certain areas of the forest and the park that are temporarily closed, but you can also get into other areas and you can definitely enjoy the snow and you can enjoy those big, beautiful sequoia trees here. So it's a great outing um, if you're coming while it's still the winter period of time. Mm -hmm. And then of course, when spring comes, then everything completely opens up. And we anticipate a lot more green as you're saying as well. And it's just beautiful here right now. There are on these clear days where we had a little fog today. So when I say clear days and when no fog, um, you know, you can see uh, the whole mountain range and it's gorgeous. I mm. really enjoy getting to see that um, and to be out and about, you know, there's some, we're having some, you know, great weather, you know, once the fog lifts, it's nice and clear and it's beautiful days here. 
I remember those days of seeing those snow-capped peaks and, you know, and it's the Sierra Nevada mountains, you know, or is it the Sierra Nevada as everyone argues over that, but to me, it's just beautiful. It's magic, you know. Um, yeah. I know Kings Canyon is open, uh, depending on how you go in, so people do check up on the National Park Service website, the forest websites before you go up, but there's plenty of other parks, too, to also visit within the area, like Quia Oaks Preserve. Um, there's, like, Bulch Park. There's all kinds of places people can go, Lake Success, um, but then the downtowns too but before we get to the towns especially Tulare how are the farmers feeling are they happy about all this rain does that help the water table you know what they absolutely are you know we have um always welcomed the rain when it comes and you know sometimes it's like okay I'm not sure if we want to get it all dumped at one time but we're like, I know right but we're trying to manage that and definitely it is helpful to agriculture we are sitting in, you know, one of the three top ag regions. And it's really this, if you look at it, it's a very um, big region, if you say we're just one region. But when you look at Tulare County, Fresno County to the north, Kern County to the south, our three counties run one, two, and three for the greatest ag production in the United States, which pretty much makes it in the world as well. So when we get water, we do welcome that. We want that rain to help us with all of our crops that we're growing. And it's a wonderful thing. So we're pretty excited about what that's going to do to help, you know, our farmers. And our farmers are, of course, gearing up right now to be a part of the World Ag Expo. So we have the largest multi-day international um, agriculture equipment show um, in the world. And that's why we're called World Ag Expo. So very soon, Lisa, we're going to welcome over 100,000 guests to our community of Tulare for that wow. show, February 14th, 15th, and 16th. So I know we're all be for Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be hugging a farmer or yeah. two, <laughs> you know, but that's, that's huge because I mean, this also includes the equipment and you can go to the International yeah. Ag Museum, you've got the museum, the Ag Center, but the museum and the fairgrounds are all kind of connected into this giant place and um, where people can go. But as I, I mean, I, I always envision this, you always talk about this, but in my mind, as soon as I hear about the Ag Expo, I just envision all these tractors going through the hills and roads of Tulare. Like, here it comes. They're all just, I mean, they have to drive in somehow. Come on. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, not all of them can be trailered in. So they are driving in and it's no such a big show there. I mean, they've been setting up the tents and, you know, putting the layout design for the show for, you know, gosh, at least two months now, maybe longer. Wow. And over the next couple of weeks, uh, we will see the greatest influx of people this well this week and next week because of the show starting the following week. So all of those big tractors are coming in. Um, everybody is setting up their booths because we have a lot of outdoor exhibitors, as well as those that are um, in the interior areas, either the existing buildings or the tents that they bring in. And then, of course, when you come in some of the areas, you actually can do, um, you can like drive, you know, drive a vehicle, you know, uh, because of that space is set up in order to do that as well. So they really have a mix of activity during the show, you know, go to the regular exhibitor booths, you know, see the big tractors, go to those that are providing services for ag as well. So you're going to see a lot of that. 
and you're going to see even ag financers. So you've got your banks coming in, you've got companies that are producing feed for animals uh, and everything imaginable in agriculture, you know, with having well over a thousand exhibitors, it's everything you could think of and everything you can't think of too. I always, right. I was going to say, there's going to be stuff we had no clue. And and I think the one thing we learned the last time we were visiting with you and going through the Ag Center and the museum, because there's the museum's cool because there's Ag Ventures, too, for kids, mm-hmm. uh, where kids can the interactive exhibits, but then there's the antique uh, equipment. But what we were learning from from the ladies there was like how we envision farming and old McDonald, you know, had his farm EIEIO is not happening anymore because now, you know, farmers are so they're digitized, they're running things on their phones. And they're, I mean, this is just not the way we think anymore. There's a lot of automation in ag now, which is helpful because oftentimes there's a shortage of, you know, qualified workers for ag. So that helps to backfill with some of our entities that are out there. But yeah, you can, you know, you know, look at your irrigation rates and everything and do a lot through your phone. Um, There are, of course, automated systems for milking cows and they have the turnstiles that, you know, move the cows around. That's kind of an interesting thing to go and watch and look at a big dairy operation and to see how that actually happens. And we do have farm tours that are available with World Ag Expo as well. Mm -hmm. And there are seminars, you know, on grounds, there are various different opportunities for engagement based on receptions and activities that happen. We have well over 40 countries uh, that will be represented, people coming from over the world. We have the opportunity at the Tulare Chamber to operate the International Business Center. So we host all of those international guests in our center. We have space set aside for them to have meetings so that they could have connections with entities that they need to connect with. And we do a reception uh, midweek. So on that Wednesday, late in the afternoon, we bring in all of our international guests to meet with U.S. Commercial Service, with the other partners within our International Business Center. And then, of course, throughout the, the time of the show, it's that opportunity to connect with businesses. You know, we're looking at this as opportunities for also expanding economic development, Tulare mm-hmm. County uh, when we bring all of these folks in and I love it it is so much fun to get to connect with people from all over the world we have our regulars that come back you know each year and look for coming in with and our center is set up as a hospitality center too where they can rest they can check their emails we have a little business center located in there and cool. they can, you know, have some snacks. We have our own barista, the whole bit. So the International Business Center is such a great opportunity for engagement uh, with our international guests and those businesses that they represent. You know, this is really exciting because the last time we were there and, and also over the conversations we've had with you over the last couple of years and, and Sequoia Tourism Council too, is that it seems that uh, Tulare County and Tulare itself um, is really having this expansion, but it's a it's a positive growth. It's not like an overnight, oh my gosh. But when you talk about that expansion, your downtown uh, seems that it's expanding, you know, that stores are being filled, there's office space, that um, there's some positive growth happening where at the same time, you're balancing that, keeping what Tulare as a community and a town actually is, keeping that integrity. Yes, that's absolutely a great way to describe it, Lisa. These are definitely exciting times. 
uh, we do a regular show as well. And so I, in speaking with our uh, council member who was just um, went off his two-year tenure as mayor, uh, Mayor Maderos, now council member Maderos, we were chit-chatting about the very same thing, taking a look at all the development that's coming. The housing development in our community is crazy. It is so big. So many new developments that are happening. And then in various different pockets throughout the community. So when you look at the economic development and what's coming, so that mix of, you know, retail restaurant that's coming into our community, we have uh, some industrial site development that's coming here as well. And then that reinvigoration of downtown, one of our parks uh, is being converted to have a full amphitheater and Ooh. have completely new look Zumwalt Park it's right in our oh, Zumwalt Park and by the way it's one of the best hikes in Kings Canyon National Park is Zumwalt Meadow very very popular and it's named after a Mr. Zumwalt from Tulare and his exhibit is in the Tulare Museum by the way also in downtown so no because he's he's anyway there's an amphitheater there but now they're that giant gazebo they're going to replace that with something they're going new. to redo the entire park so we're wow. excited that construction should start by the end of this year and then we are doing a lot of redevelopment in downtown and what's great too is we have a lot of young entrepreneurs that are developers that are coming into our community. They've purchased old buildings. They are rehabbing those buildings. So we have new things coming. So we're going to have, a, you know, new wine bars, tap rooms, breweries, restaurants, and also um, some other we're coming nice back. Cool, yeah, coming back and some cool boutiques and, mm. and other kinds of eatery types of foods that I can't let out all the secrets right now, but we're going to have some pretty cool stuff coming into downtown and our buildings are getting a nice refresher. So I'm really excited about what's happening throughout the community. Of course, our office is in downtown. So I am definitely a little partial to the downtown area. And then we also will be operating our county's first business accelerator program. So we'll have 15,000 square feet and we're going to be bringing in new small entrepreneurs who want to innovate, who want to launch their businesses. And so they'll come into our center and receive wraparound services to help them to create their, you know, their business from their vision and to actually launch that business. So something new for our chamber, it's a big project. We'll have another building that will um, be doing that out of thanks to our partnership with the city. So a lot of activity. Wow in our community. We anticipate lots of growth and our International Agri-Center, which is the um, home for World Ag Expo, is going through a new master plan development because that center is going to look a lot different in the years to come. And we're going to have hotels and other retail and restaurants wow. out in that area as well. So the town is really on the move when you take a look at development of all types that's going to be happening in the community. Some projects are already underway. Others will be underway by the end of this year. So we'll be excited to have you and Nancy back and take a yeah. look at what um, the new uh, face of Tulare looks like in the well, future. Well, this is exciting because I know the hotels, like when we were there, La Quinta is going through a reformat. Uh, they were re renovating an, an amazing suite. And what I was excited to see was brand name hotels becoming more connected with their community in design 
you know, and, and so that you feel like you're really connected. Whereas way years ago, a brand hotel was, this is how we are. And they didn't kind of reflect the community as much. Mm -hmm. It was a great place to lay your head maybe, but there's this feeling. And when we were there, well, you got cool hand Luke's steakhouse across the, you know, know. the parking lot, it's which makes everything easy. Right. Um, but you've got a, a, a you have a, a hotel circle and I know, you know, mm -hmm. that, I know that all kind of started from this, you know, the International Ag Expo. And so, but you look at all of this growth, do you think it is because of Tulare and, and agriculture that spurred this growth or, you know, or is it just the location? What Because you are in a good location. Yeah, too. We are. We're right off um, a major uh, California highway, which makes it nice right there on the 99. And we continue to look at opportunities to take advantage of that location. Mm -hmm. And I really think that right now, so many projects are coming together in order to do that, to take advantage of our location, 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 which is really important. So it's probably a combination of the various things that you were talking about, you know, more people coming in, uh, the need for creating more jobs, the need for having more of the amenities that individuals who live in our community are looking for, which always those kinds of things, in addition to, to great schools, which we have, which is fantastic. And we also have our um you know, College of the Sequoias campus that we have here, their um, main campus is in Visalia, but we have a great center here that focuses a lot too on um, agriculture. So, so the ag element, absolutely. And we want to make mm -hmm. sure that we always keep ag alive in our area. It's the foundation of our community of Tulare. We're also right on the rail. And um, that was the reason why Tulare was actually formed many, many, many years ago. And so just, you know, mm. a lot of good that's happening in the community. I am really excited about the projects that are, you know, before us and what the community is going to look like. And, you know, even if we say a year from now, two years from now, definitely five years from now, when our new interchange gets completed, there's going to be so much growth that's happening in our community. It's going to have a totally different look uh, than what it does now. We're still going to maintain that quaint community vibe because we have the people of our community they're going to stay here we're going to welcome new people coming into the community but we also are going to have that um small town flavor still here yeah your downtown has it you know and you know antique shopping then then you have the outlets which you know Tulare outlets you've got the galaxy theater um you have so much now um you know going more into this business side of things and growth um, when you say you're going to have a lot of people moving in, what should people know now that are listening going, huh, you know, because a lot of people are looking at moving outside of city cities, you know, mm -hmm. whereas Tulare's it's a city, but you just don't, I'm sorry, you just don't feel like you're in downtown yeah. LA or yeah. something. It's a city of about 72,000. So that's small, especially if you're comparing mm -hmm. something in downtown LA. Um, we're a small city still, but we're a small city with a lot of amenities to offer that, mm -hmm doesn't make you feel like you're living in too small of a rural area where you're not going to have access and access is what's really important to people who are coming to a community. Again, they want access to good education for their children. So our school mm -hmm. districts are awesome here in our area. Um, and, you know, our, our teachers are, um, you know, top of the top that are here. Uh, we have great superintendents. We get a chance to work with. We have excellent health care. Uh, we have a number of major health care entities here in our community. So from our hospital operator locally here, Adventist Health, and uh, what they offer, as well mm. as 
have COWEA Health, we have Family Healthcare Network, and we have Altura Centers for Health, which is building a brand new, huge campus. And we're excited about the offerings that they will get to expand to for our residents. So, you know, healthcare is always something that's important. And then the amenities that you talked about. So our location affords people the opportunity, you know, to do some travel within the region. Mm -hmm. Everybody loves going up and seeing the big trees we have to yeah. lake, you know, that are within um, easy access distance to get to Lake Kawea, Lake Success, or, you know, both of those are nearby. And then that shopping in our community, um, as we always say, Donette's a shopper. So, you know, I want to make sure that we are keeping uh, shopping options here so that people can shop local and support mm -hmm. the entities that are supporting our community. So from boutique shopping to all of the brand shopping, and that's really important. People want mm -hmm. choices and we have choices here and restaurants. And we have a lot, we, a lot of new restaurants that are coming uh, right mm -hmm. near us, we're getting a uh, Brazilian steakhouse. We Ooh. are getting um, a French cafe, the Eden Cafe, and that's Ooh. across the parking lot. So we're very excited just for ourselves and what's going to be nearby to us. And mm -hmm. like I mentioned, we've got, you know, wine bars, tap bars, breweries coming into our downtown area, as well as, you know, other amenities throughout and already existing our world-class galaxy theaters that has become a bit of a local tourist mm -hmm. attraction local folks coming from other communities in our region because we have this fabulous uh, theater to come watch your movies it's incredible yeah you can rent out the space for your own personal gatherings they have a bar available the whole bit so pretty much everything um, you could want so from the family aspect to more of the entertainment aspect there mm -hmm. And then, you know, the amphitheater, I mean, is great. We have local theater here in our community. Uh, we'll be seeing Nonsense next week. I am looking forward cool. to, to that personally and can't wait for that. So Encore Theater is a wonderful That's cool. option here in our community. So I really feel like the amenities and quality of living kinds of things we look for, as you're mentioning, the beautiful parks too, you talked about that you've had a chance mm -hmm visit here we have those available so our families are looking for okay the, they're looking for opportunities for their kids to be out and about so with that and with um, our parks and um, recreation services that are available both for families you know the children for seniors um, those kinds of things that we look for when we move into a community Mm. And the business opportunities, I think like you're, you're not far from Sacramento, you're not far from the Bay right. Area, you're not even far from Vegas, depending on, you know, if you can go over the hill, depending on the weather, right? You're mm -hmm. not far from, um, you, you, you're not far from Tahoe, you're not far from LA, you're not far, really, you're in that Fresno's your backyard. So air, air flying in is not hard. But um, when it comes to people doing so much remote work from home, now we're seeing that that balance world, they'll maybe go to an office once a week. Now it's becoming easier to live in a place like Tulare and, mm -hmm. you know, hey, and then maybe set up a second business or get into if, so when you look at moving in as an entrepreneur, uh -huh. what are we looking at? Or even just going, hey, it's time to move with my family. Uh, you know, maybe I do some work at home and then, cause I'm raising my kids and want to get a job in the community. What are we looking at in regards to business opportunities? I know we we're supposed to book, talk about travel, but at this point, let's talk business. Okay. Tourism is one of them. 
tourism it is, is for, tourism part. is definitely an economic driver in our region specifically uh, we have millions of people who come annually to visit Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Parks, the giant Sequoia National Monument, Sequoia National Forest. So we, you know, definitely welcome a lot of visitors into our community. They like to stay in Tulare because it's easy access to get mm -hmm. to those parks. We have a lot of shopping to offer. Again, people like that. Uh, like I said, the theater, um, nice hotels to stay at. We have a, a blend of brand and locally operated, which is nice. So you have options, choices you want. So for the visitor coming here, it's a great stop. And then that easy access, if you say, okay, I've already done Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Park, Sequoia National Forest. Now I wanna um, hop up to Yosemite. So you just hop on the 99 and connect um, in Fresno and you're just gonna go right up. So it makes it nice and convenient. So for the traveler coming into our community, they're definitely going to find options and, and what they would like to see. And if you want to have an off day that's casual, Fun, you take the kids over to Ag Ventures, to that learning center there at International Agri Center. And it's a self-guided tour. I just took my granddaughters. We had a great time. Uh, the kids get to just play in there. They get to take a look at agriculture while they're there. And then we walk over right there. I mean, basically through the next door to look at that antique farm equipment that's cool and the, the stuff that you can climb on because that's what kids love too. So um, things like that for our visitors, um, for our residents. And you take a look at the business opportunities. So there are business opportunities in, in all types of services that people offer for those that are here. So even your ins insurance services, financial services, you know, accounting services, I'm trying to think of all the different kinds of things outside of the norm of which we think of, which are like retail, restaurant, those kinds of things, um, farm services. So anything that connects to ag is definitely something that we, you know, want to encourage and develop in our area because there is so much ag that having that connection and those services, products, whatever it is that you you want to offer that's going to be out of this um, area, uh, that makes it, you know, you're in the right place, essentially. Yeah. And we look at the uh, business accelerator project that will be opening. That's what we're going to be doing there. We're going to be helping people with innovative project ideas. This mm. is my idea. I need to know how to bring this idea to the public and to create a business utilizing this idea. So we're going to help them to put their business model together. We have partners um, that are coming in to help us. So from Small Business Development Center um, to um, SBA, we're going to look at the funding opportunities. Uh, we have partnership with U.S. Commercial Service for those that are, want to have international trade. So there's a lot that's being offered within the community. If you have an idea and, and you're thinking, wow, I wonder where I want to, to build that idea give us a call here at the Larry Chamber of Commerce. We want to chat with you about what we have available in our community and how we can help you to bring your vision to fruition. And so we yeah. get the innovation and, and breeding entrepreneurship, developing that. And then there are a lot of existing companies, you know, that have opportunities for employment here. So it just, it depends on what people are specifically interested in. We see our education sector growing. Um, our workforce investment board just had a good number of jobs available there. Our city, our county, our college. So lots of opportunities for those who want to maybe work in something that's more public service oriented. Of course, healthcare 
you know, is in great need. And this is definitely a place to come. If you're a nurse, um, we could probably find you a job in a hot minute. So wow. uh, lots so of opportunity it, here. That's it. This is so exciting to hear about. You know, I know we always talk, you know, the trees and everything, go see the trees. But it's exciting to see the other side of, you know, this, like I said, this positive growth. And that that is something exciting for the whole area. Again, you're so easily accessible, like you're saying. You're so easy to get to and fun. That's the thing. If you're going to live somewhere and work somewhere, you want to enjoy it, you know, and, and have pride of your community. Mm-hmm. And you guys definitely have that. And, and I know we've uh, interviewed a lot of nonprofits as well in your area that are community driven. And um, that's that's amazing, too. So people can be part of the community and give back. So and even as travelers, we can do that, too. So everyone to LarryChamber.org is the website. There's always something going on. Uh, there's OK, the Ag, Ag Expo, uh, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, again, you can you can catch that every year. So um, you may have a hard time getting a hotel room this year but this you know there's you've got you've got a lot of hotels so you never know you might you might be able to still yeah, score you never one. know sometimes there's a last minute cancellation or something we try to stay on top of that to make sure yeah. someone calls us that we can point them in the right direction and right. um but yeah the show does fill up hotels um throughout the region and that's a good thing for all of us the um show itself has a an impact financially in our region of over $30 million. Wow. And, um, and if you look at the expanded region area, you know, off that highway 99, you're looking at over $50 million. So wow. significant impact for our area, which is great. So we do enjoy bringing that show for its economic impact, uh, just with the amount of traffic that's coming for visitor traffic and vendors, all of that. But come and check it out. If it's not something you can put in your calendar for this year, uh, it happens every February. And you've seen nothing like this unless you've been to this one. I mean, you really have to come to World Ag Expo in Tulare, California to experience that. And even if you're not a person who is working in ag, you come to this because you get your eyes opened to more of what agriculture is all about and what the offerings are. And that ag isn't just, you know, you know, one orange tree and go pick your oranges or something off of that. Um, there is so much more behind agriculture and so much more behind that glass of milk when you pick it up to drink it. So coming to World Ag Expo really gives you more of a glimpse into what agriculture is all about and how important it is, not just in our region here, but across the United States, across the world. And that is why we have guests that come from all across the United States. And we have international guests that come because, you know, agriculture is important everywhere. And we're just fortunate to sit in this region that is one of the highest ag producing regions um, in the world. Well, Nancy and I want to come next year and we want to race tractors. <laughs> hey, we can we can set up something. I don't know about the tractor racing, but you certainly oh, can drive on. tractors and okay. you can drive pickup, really cool pickup trucks and all kinds of stuff that they have out there. Um, I never get a chance to go do that because but which is too bad because that's a lot of fun. I do get to drive my golf cart. So oh, that's cool. Golf we like golf carts. And to get people back and forth to our center as needed. And so it's a, it's a lot of fun. I look forward to the show every every year. Um, 
I, you know, we're there at 6.15 in the morning. I usually don't leave until about seven o'clock that evening. The show itself is open um, nine to five the first two days and on the final day, nine to four. And again, with so much to see. And it's a family event too. Families definitely come. And if we have rain, we get even more farmers because on rainy days, they can't work in the fields, but they can certainly come to World Ag Expo. And again, uh, over 100,000 guests will be coming and there's room for everyone. Sounds like a big party, a big ag fest. Have fun, have fun. Listen, uh, your husband, Joe, just texted me on it and said, if you keep shopping, he's buying a Harley. Oh, no. (laughs) I just had to mess with you, but it's always no. You do that, you know, and it it's so funny, Lisa, because as we're talking World Ag Expo, um, he literally a few years ago went to the show, saw this really beefed up truck that he wanted, and he bought it two weeks later. So I'm always nervous. I think I should keep him away from the show because I don't know what he's going to see that he thinks that he needs, but. Um, I know Harley isn't there though, so I we're probably safe on a motorcycle. But who knows but, what yeah, you, idea you he'll never have. know. Yeah, but he needs to come. He works for one of our members, Young's Commercial Service. They are one of the largest ag haulers in California, wow. and so um, they need to come too. And they are there every year, coming and checking everything out and making their connections as well. So one day, yeah, it's going to be interesting what happens in your driveway every year. But then again, he's really nervous about this downtown shopping opportunities. You know, he knows, he knows how dangerous it can be. But everyone, uh, go to discoverthesequoias.com to plan your visit as a traveler. And then also go to tularychamber.org to learn all about Tulare and especially their growth. Sign up for their newsletter. Also uh, follow them on Facebook. Uh, Donette's always talking, showing what's going on. uh, So we know we're always, always feel very connected to what's happening into Larry with what you're doing with the chamber on Facebook and Instagram. So thanks again. And everyone, again, um, every first Thursday, we check in on what's happening in Larry County, one of our favorite places to visit. We'll be back there, hopefully um, on our way to Oregon this year. We'll see what happens. And of course, keep up with us at bigblendradio.com and listen to our new Big Daily Blend show on Spotify. So thanks so much, Donette. Great to see you.